We welcome now Cody Decker, Odyssey MLB insider. Bet ML. Bet My God. Baseball podcast with Ryan Horvat. Hey, thanks, Trista. And the big time baseball podcast with you can find that as well. Tony Gwen Jr. is on there as well. Cody, what's going on, man? It's been a long day. How you doing? Apple. Good Lord, Ryan. You're on the show with me. Right. That's amazing. It's, it's literally his show. He literally didn't even know the name of it's his crazy. own show for a second. Like, your name is introduced before mine in the opening credits. What the hell? I don't know what's going on with me today. I'm a little tired, I'm not going to lie, but I'm uh, drinking a bang <laughs> energy drink, so I think that I'm going to bounce back. Cody's joining us, by the way, on the Roman guest line. So, Cody, we look at tonight's game. The Braves mm-hmm. plus money, plus 105. I think if they're going to pull one out, I think it would be tonight with Charlie Morton on the mound. But it's hard to bet against the Astros right now. They're minus 130. Anything that you like in tonight's game as far as the side with Atlanta taking on Houston, game one? I'm with you. I do like the Braves tonight as a whole on the series. I do think it's going to be the Astros in six games, but I do like the Atlanta Braves tonight. You mentioned Charlie Morton Jr. on the mound. Listen, he's no stranger to that ballpark. He won a World Series there in 2017. He knows that place. And you know what? You and I talked about it today, man. We just, you know, realizing that he's 37 years old. The guy is a crafty veteran, knows what he's doing. I think he's going to have his wits about him in this game. And, you know, as far as the fifth, maybe even in the sixth, if he keeps them at bay. But, hey, man, it's the playoffs. And like you said, the Astros are absolutely nuts offensively. They they could just throw up a seven spot in the first and call it a day. Now, Freddie Freeman and Carlos Correa are free agents, uh, as you know. Uh, do you think winning a World Series makes them more or, or less likely for those teams to hold on to their stars? Because Houston let Springer walk just a year ago. I think Carlos Correa is as good as gone as Ooh. can possibly be. I, I, don't, I think he can't wait to get his foot out the door. I think that pimp job home run he did last week had was not assigned to anybody but exactly the Astros' management yep. because – Let's be real clear. He was insulted. He wasn't quiet about the fact that he was insulted with the offer that they gave him last spring training. And he's making it abundantly clear he's going to be moving on, and he's going to get a $300 million contract somewhere. And quite frankly, he deserves it. He deserves more than that. I think a team should honestly give him 25% stake in the team at this point. I am a narrative-based gambler, Cody. To me, that sign all points to this prop. Carlos Correa to hit a homer and Astros to win plus 900. Just take it every single game and, and just cash it out. What do you think? I think you should go ahead and play the future bet right now because it's 13 to 1 at him on BetMGM as we speak to be the playoff, the World Series MVP. And if they do win the World Series, it's either going to be him or probably Altuve, most likely, unless somebody else steps it up. But I don't think anybody wants to step up more than Carlos Correa right now. Oh, I love that. Cody, everybody talks about Charlie Morton, but nobody gives my boy Frammy Val some love on the mound tonight. I mean, he looked terrible against, uh, well, prior to snapping out of that funk against the Red Sox through uh, throwing eight innings and allowing one run. Can he keep that performance up tonight? Um, I mean, you got to remember, going into that last game, he had a 7-7-1 ERA. Uh, his first two postseason starts were pretty rough. Um, he's Of course, he's a ground ball machine. What do you think we're going to see from him tonight on the mound? I think you're going to see some jitters. I think you're going to see him uh, try to overpitch with his fastball a little early in the counts. I think he's going to get behind in counts, and I think he's going to have to leave balls up, which means he might get hit. That is a dynamic offense there in Atlanta. That's what I'm expecting to happen. Now, I hope, I, you know, for the sake of the Houston Astros, I hope he goes out there and dominates the same way he did last week against Boston. But let's be real clear. He's pitching game one of the World Series, and he's pitching against a guy who's been there and knows it. 
Uh, Cody, when you look at the future market, obviously two teams right now because the World Series begins in about half hour. You got the Astros back to being minus 145 favorites. The Braves are plus 120. Which way are you leaning as far as overall winner of this series? Do you think it's worth a shot taking with the Braves plus 120, or do you think maybe you wait until game two? If they drop tonight, you're probably getting a better price. I think you should wait till game two. Right now, I'm not liking that price at the moment. I think the Braves can win this series. I, I'm inclined to believe and lean towards the Astros winning it in six, but what I'm really hoping for is Braves in seven. I'm hoping Charlie Morton gets two appearances in this World Series where he dominates in both appearances. I'm hoping we get multiple appearances from Max Fried as well. Uh, this is, this has is, got a chance to be one hell of a series. And, you know, despite a lot of people being disappointed it's not Dodgers versus Astros, this is a pretty good consolation prize. Cody, I remember like a few months ago I asked you, um, this especially after the, I think it was after the trade deadline, we're like, oh, the Dodgers, so good, so great. And I said, Cody, what's one team that could, that could present a scare to this Dodgers team? And you, you said, well, straight to my face, I guess virtually over the phone lines, you said the Braves. And now look at the Braves now. What, what really changed for the Dodgers? Um, Such a great question. You know, coming to this point, getting to this point where they did lose after all the acquisitions that they did make. And if it's not something that really changed dramatic, or dra- drastically excuse me, with the Braves, I mean, with the uh, Dodgers, excuse me, what did the Braves do to really force the, uh, the Dodgers out of their comfort zone? I think it was a combination of a couple of things. One, I think the Braves hit, and they've hit in clutch spots, and they came from behind multiple times. Mm-hmm. Also, they were able to expose the Dodgers in their plan. You know, the Dodgers have been very successful with the opener as recently as last year in the World Series. You got to see Urias could use in that way several times last year, and it was extremely successful. This go-around, both times you use Urias in that scenario, wasn't quite as successful, and it just didn't work out for him. Not to mention the Dodgers had a ton of injuries. Now, I know they were replacements were great, but when you lose out on a Clayton Kershaw, when you lose out on a Max Scherzer, when you know he's going to throw game six, and the fact that he's only lost one game as a Dodger and it was a one nothing fluke, man, that just changes everything. So Dave Roberts had to be a little clever with the bullpen, and it didn't work out for him. And Everything kind of went the way of the Atlanta Braves. Uh, you know, Austin Riley with timely hitting. If the Braves win this World Series, I think Austin Riley is a good shot and worth a flyer for a World Series MVP. You're listening to BetMGM tonight. We're talking now with Cody Decker, our Odyssey MLB insider. You can catch the BetMGM MLB podcast, My which God. is powered by <laughs> BetQL with myself and Cody. I promise Commit I'm on it. BetMGM MLB podcast. BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Is it because it's the M and then the M again? I don't know what it is today. Bet MGM MLB. Also, I've struggled with Bet MGM a a few times. Bet MGM MLB podcast. Also, uh, Cody's on the Big Time Baseball podcast. You should check that out. Wonderful stuff as well. So, Cody, I'm playing the Astros to win the World Series minus 145. But let's say that I do think that the Braves are live in this series and have a legit shot. And I want to play somebody to win the World Series MVP on Atlanta's side to maybe hedge my bet. Where do you think the best value is? And I know that we talked about this on the podcast. I'm looking at Freddie Freeman. He's 11 to 1. You know, Max Freed, 16 to 1 if you want to take a shot with a pitcher. Where do you think there's value if I do want to back somebody on Atlanta to win MVP, just in case they win this series? You mentioned Max Freed having some value. I think Charlie Morton Jr. might have even more value than Max Freed because he is starting game one. So you know he's going to get a second start in this series no matter what where you don't have that same guarantee with Max Freed. Although if they do win a few games, hey, you're most likely going to see Max Freed twice. Um, I like Austin Riley a lot. He was so clutch in the, uh, the LCS. I'm expecting him to do exactly the same in the World Series, mainly because also no one's really paying attention to him. Everyone's saying Jocktober and obviously Freddie Freeman. 
future Hall of Famer. So no one's really paying attention to Austin Riley and how good of a year and really how good of a playoffs he's had. Uh, I, I think that guy's worth your flyer, especially 13-1. to 1. Cody, uh, the Braves, let's just put it this way, they're like a snake-bitten team. Uh, they are one of the most snake-bitten postseason teams of all time. Uh, in your estimation as a former player, do you think that, that that ghost actually weighs on teams, or do you think that they just don't really care that much? I think there are some teams where that is the case, but I think this current Braves team is pretty immune to it because have you ever met Jock Peterson? He doesn't give us anything. Uh, he really doesn't. It's awesome. Everything he's portraying himself as, that's who he is. And if you came up to him, if he was on the Red Sox in 1998 and someone said, oh, man, the curse of the Bambino, he would have laughed at you in the face and then hit three homers. Now, you, you talked about guys who don't give an F, right? And we talked, actually, you reminded me of Is that of what our, Cody was saying? Doesn't give an F? Yeah, I think that's what he was saying. Oh, okay. yeah. oh. you, you mentioned, <laughs> last time we talked to you, you were talking about Garrett Cole. Can you give us a breakdown of what went on in your estimation from that Garrett Cole performance uh, in the wild card? Because it, it seemed like maybe nerves really did kind of get to him or maybe caring too much got to him. I don't know if it was caring too much. I mean, a, a ball player's intensity, especially when you're on the mound and you have control of the game, could either be your best friend or your biggest enemy. And that game, I don't know if it was in his intensity that looked like it was the problem. I honestly had a problem with the game plan and how many sliders he was going to. Because once he, they started taking his slider, he had to back up with the fastball and he couldn't find his fastball all of a sudden. And I didn't understand that plan. It must have been someone was worried about his fastball at that time because it had been getting hit at that point lately. And maybe they just thought, hey, you get glove strikes with your slider, you can finish him off with the fastball, and it just didn't work. And that really bothered me seeing how many sliders he was throwing in that game. And honestly, I thought that was more of a game plan issue rather than a mentality issue on Garrett Cole's part. Cody, how do you think the Astros are going to use their rotation in this series? You know, if you look at it with McCullers obviously out, um, they've only had three pitchers record at least 15 outs so far here in the postseason. How do you think they stack up after tonight? We're going to see. I think it's all going to really take place on how well Garcia and Valdez does and how deep in the games they can go. I think Dusty Baker has got a game plan. I think he has multiple contingency plans. Dusty, Dusty's going to go out there and ride his starter as long as he physically can, provided he's getting him quality outs. And listen, we were, we were talking about it earlier today, Ryan. This is like a game of two old-school managers. I think we're going to get to watch some old-school baseball. Which manager do you give the advantage to? I was to? just about to ask that. Great point. <laughs> It's got to be Dusty, man. How can you yeah. not give it to Dusty? My Dusty's goat. the man, dude. I, I, I'm very conflicted because I, I hate me some Astros, but I love me some I Dusty. know. It yeah. sucks, man. It sucks because I'm rooting for Dusty, but I hate that team. Hey, Cody, I have one more question for you, and this is kind of moving past the World Series. Um, you know, we saw a crazy change in pitching this year, especially when they cracked down on, on the sticky stuff. What do you think happens with this entire situation heading into the offseason? And do you see, think we see a better quality of play from the pitch, pitching position next season? Like just this in the grand scheme of how we see the MLB moving forward. Well, you kind of see it every couple of years. It's like the game is always cyclical and it changes. One year it's going to be a hitter-friendly year. The next year a pitcher-friendly year. And it could be because the balls are live or the balls are dead. Or, uh, it's, just, it's, been a, it's always been that every few years. I think it's just going to come back around going back to the pitcher side probably this next year. I think Major League Baseball with this new CBA that they got to bang out, they got a lot to work on. And don't think for a second substances on baseballs is not something that will be brought up. There's been a lot of talk about bringing a new type of baseball into the game, perhaps one that they use in Japan that already is a little tacky. That little tackiness is not so much 
of a pitch uh, uh, doctoring thing. As much as, believe it or not, there's a little bit of a safety issue that's involved with this when it comes to finger pressure on a baseball. Next thing you know, you know, we saw Tyler Glasnow getting hurt with his elbow. Yeah. He wasn't wrong. That changes the dichotomy of how you do it. And it's not, it's not that the pitchers were wrong for using it. That's what they were taught to use. That has been part and ingrained in the game for decades. Cody, thanks so much, man. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, let's talk to you Later, soon. Later, guys. Thanks for having me. That's Cody Decker joining us on the Roman Guest Line. And speaking of the Roman Guest Line, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.